This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Today on the State of Ukraine, how is the war affecting Russia's regional influence? I'm Greg Dixon. Russia's war in Ukraine has come at the cost of tens of thousands of lives and massive amounts of destruction. And the war is having ripple effects in other parts of the former Soviet Union. For the past three decades, Russia has tried to mediate a border conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan. But on a recent visit to Armenia, NPR's Charles Maines found that Russia's influence is starting to fade. And please note there is the sound of gunfire in this story. It's been nearly three years since the most recent full-scale war between Armenia and Azerbaijan. Six weeks of bitter fighting in 2020, so Azerbaijan sees back most of Nagorno-Karabakh, the majority ethnically Armenian enclave inside Azerbaijan that's been the source of tensions between the countries for decades. Some argue Armenia's defeat fundamentally upended life and long-held geopolitical assumptions in the South Caucasus. The 44 days war changed this country a lot. Tigran Hizmalyan is the head of Armenia's pro-European integration party. He says the war shattered Armenians' long-held illusion they could rely on protection from Russia. Because it became crystally clear that we have no future as a Russian proxy. Hizmalyan argues a majority of Armenians feel Russia failed to live up to its obligations to the country, and by extension, ethnic Armenians living in Nagorno-Karabakh under a shared regional security pact akin to NATO's Article 5. Instead, Moscow played mediator and settled into a peacekeeping role, one that's only grown more complicated in the past year. The war in Ukraine changed everything. Tigran Gagorian is a political analyst with the Regional Center for Democracy and Security in the Armenian capital Yerevan. He says with the Kremlin distracted and militarily bogged down in Ukraine, the authorities in Azerbaijan are pushing to lock in additional gains at Armenia's expense. They perfectly understand that Russia will do its utmost not to get involved in another crisis somewhere else because they need to concentrate all their resources. Gregorian points to a confluence of events now working in Azerbaijan's favor. Most critically, Russia's growing economic dependence on Azerbaijan and its closest ally, Turkey, as the Kremlin seeks to lessen the impact of Western sanctions. That's allowed Azerbaijan to press its leverage, most notably with a military blockade of the Lone Corridor linking Armenia to Nagorno-Karabakh, despite the presence of Russian peacekeepers. Azerbaijan sees a unique window of opportunity to actually exert military pressure on Armenia and to extort concessions that could be impossible to extort in different circumstances. All of this has put Russia in a difficult spot, looking ineffectual in a region it's historically dominated and once again refusing aid to an Armenian ally it swore to defend. This week, Armenia's prime minister publicly threatened to abandon his country's security pact with Russia altogether, a once unthinkable affront to the Kremlin, says Vladimir Sotnikov of Russia's higher school of economics in Moscow. At the end of the day, yes, we can say that uh, Russia's influence uh, in uh, this uh, Azeri-Armenian conflict in Nagorno-Karabakh in particular and in the Caucasus uh, in general somehow is waning. Amid the growing power vacuum, notes Sotnikov, the U.S. and Europe are pushing their own peace initiatives and economic agendas. If Russia will be somehow excluded from this process, will be a, a big irritation. So we need just guarantees that the United States and the European Union wouldn't be finding themselves in the Caucasus. 
Russian President Vladimir Putin seems aware of the danger and is looking to restore Russian influence, even as some Armenians say they've moved on. In this video posted online, a civilian defense group known as VOMA, an Armenian abbreviation for the art of survival, holds military trainings in anticipation of the next war with Azerbaijan. Arshak Vartanov, an instructor with VOMA, told me he's not putting his faith in either Russia or the West. The defeat in 2020, he says, taught Armenians a hard lesson to count on themselves. In fact, in Armenia's current struggles, Vartanov sees parallels with Ukraine's fight against its larger and more powerful neighbor. Ukrainians received outside help only once they proved they could defend themselves, that they could fight, says Vartanov. Why, he adds, should it be any different here? Charles Maines, NPR News, Yerevan, Armenia. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts.